Okay, so this is happening. Can you believe it? No. I feel weird. I feel weird. But whatever, we're doing it. <laughs> we're not sorry. We're not sorry. But I'm Lindsay. I'm Nikki. And this is Sorry For What. Okay, so I guess we're really doing this. <laughs> what are we doing, Nikki? Not fully sure, but we're starting episode one of Sorry For What. I'm kind of excited. I, like, poked around while I was at dinner with some friends last night, and, like, everyone has been so supportive, mm-hmm. and I'm a little shocked because I thought <laughs> I was going to get laughed at. That's – I was a little worried, too, but who cares, I guess, if we are laughed at? I'm sure there will be people laughing. <laughs> um, well, hi, guys. I'm Lindsay. I am the founder of Set Active. I'm Nikki, the uh, right-hand, <laughs> right-hand man of Set Active. Uh, Nikki helps me run everything mm-hmm. from set active to my life <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> um, but we're here because we've gotten so many questions about like our lives and set active and how we deal with anxiety and friends and business and relationships that we decided why not start a podcast. A lot of people kind of were requesting for us to start a YouTube channel, and that's something Nikki and I will absolutely never do. <laughs> I guess never say never, but, like, I definitely don't want to no, start no. a YouTube channel. <laughs> I, yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, so we thought, why not be, be behind a microphone where we can just talk, Blab. ramble. Mm-hmm. Some people said they want to listen to us ramble. So I hope you're enjoying this. Um, but I guess we're going to make episode one all about set active. We've had a lot of people message us with questions and we saw a lot of reoccurring questions so we decided to just make episode one about set active um but in terms of the title why we're calling it sorry for what I mean Nikki you want to explain we just found ourselves constantly in our everyday lives with friends with whoever just saying business saying sorry for things that aren't necessarily things we should be saying sorry for and apologizing when we don't need to be apologizing. So we kind of found it fitting. And um, with all the things we're going to dive into, I think it'll be like a learning experience for us and hopefully for you guys too, that we don't need to be saying sorry. We don't need to be apologetic for living our lives and going about doing what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the number one question that we get is, Why did you start set? And I guess this is one I can answer because Mm -hmm. I started the company. (laughs) Um, But I started set because I previously had a different company. It was a social media agency. Um, And I wasn't loving it. And that's like step number one is like definitely find something that you love doing. Um, And I was wearing Lululemon almost every single day. And I was always on the go at my other company, whether it was waking up doing a workout class, to going to a meeting, to then going to lunch with some friends, to then going to a networking event. And I found that I didn't have any time to like run home and change. And I was like, it'd be so nice to have an outfit where I was like set for the day. So like something that I can, you know, throw an oversized jacket on and like still look cute or just change up my shoes and add like a crop top and still like look put together. And when I was wearing like other brands or like not to like put down other brands but when I was wearing other brands I didn't feel cute in it and instead of going and searching and trying a bunch of different clothes or I guess active wear athleisure wear I decided like 
why not make my own? And it was a crazy idea, but I'm the type of person that like when I want to do something, I kind of just do it and I see where it goes. My mentality for like anything that I do is like, what's the worst that can happen? And I always find myself asking Nikki that with, yeah. with everything <laughs> with that we're everything. doing. Like if she comes to me with a problem, I'm like, Nikki, what's the worst that can happen? Someone says no, or, you know, you get rejected or someone might say yes. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy not to go off on a tangent here, but I remember like when I was working at NBC Universal, I was, you know, starting to get bored of my job and I was like, I want to be an assistant to one of the Kardashians. And I was like, hmm, I wonder how I can do that. So I literally went on KardashianCommunications.com thinking the website wasn't even working anymore. And all it had on the homepage was info at KardashianCommunications.com. And I was like, well, I'm going to email them. What's the worst that can happen? And um, I emailed them. And within an hour, I got a response back. And I had an interview the next day to be Kris Jenner's executive assistant. Obviously didn't take the job. But um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of what I lead with with everything that I do is what's the worst that can happen. Um, so that's sort of why I started set. And I started to realize that the answer that I had for what's the worst that can happen was really not the worst case scenario. So that's sort of how I do a lot of things in my life. When you Um, put it into perspective, it's like at the end of the day, you're going out on a limb and trying something. Like at the end of the day, you're still going to have a roof over your head. You still have people that love you. You still have people that are going to support you. You still have a support system. And like, so even if you crash and burn, it's still worth it to to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, Nikki and I listen to different podcasts, like to and from work. Um, most days we drive together. And one of the podcasts we were listening to is like this wall and this, like, like he looked at it as like a, a wall of fear. And like, you never know what's on the other side of the wall and you're never going to find out unless you try. And if you don't make it over the wall, it's okay. You can still do what you're doing, but there might be endless possibilities over that wall. So mm-hmm. like ever since we started like listening to that podcast, I've always, sort of change the way that I think in terms of like, why not just try? So here we are trying, trying trying this podcast. Um, Another question that we always get is how did Nikki and I meet? Um, I can like explain my side of it and then Nikki can explain her side of it. But to make a long story short, because like, I don't want to bore you guys. Nikki went to U of A. I went to U of A. Um, Nikki was someone that I followed. I forgot how I found her profile, but she was always like someone who like seemed super positive and super friendly on Instagram. And when I had my social media agency, I invited her to a panel um, just so she could give honest feedback. It turns out she couldn't come, but we sort of always stayed in communication, never met the girl. And when I decided to start Set Active, I just DM'd her. And I was like, hi, I'm starting a new company. I want you to be a part of this. I don't know what your skill set is, but <laughs> I'd love to talk to you on the phone. And um, she was down. So I'll, I'll let her explain a little bit more from her side. Yeah. So we met how every other person in 2018, 2019 met over the internet. <laughs> but um, yeah, she reached out and said, can we hop on the phone? And I said, why not? Because I guess that was, I was like, what do I have to lose getting on the phone with her? Um, she pitched me the idea behind Set Active. There wasn't even tangible product or anything, but there was something in me that just like got her vision. And I knew that it was good. I felt in my heart that it was going to be something huge. And I just knew I wanted to be a part of it. Um, so she originally called me to be 
kind of like the leader of the college program that she was going to set up through set. And And Nikki was going to go back to school, which is something I'm sure you're going to hear in a different episode Mm -hmm. that we cover, but Nikki wasn't planning on staying in LA. Right. So yeah, so this was my junior year. Um, We got on the phone and she told me all about it. I loved it. We hung up. I texted her right after and I was like, are you hiring interns this summer? And she was like, uh, sure, why not? And then all of a sudden I had an internship. I then asked her, I was like, do you need my resume? Do you need anything, whatever. Um, but after she that- had an internship already set up in Paris. I mean, I literally called the girl back after she had called me back for the resume. And I was like, what are you doing? Take this internship in Paris, you psycho. And she was <laughs> like, no. Was some, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. And like, I literally told you this the other day. My dad was here recently and we were telling him the story, how we first got on the phone. And I just, I felt the vision. I saw it. I understood it. And he pulled me aside after and he's like, Nicole, like, is that real? Or like, are you just making that up? And I'm like, I don't know what it was. There was something inside me. Like, it was me. It, it was Lindsay. It was all yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> no, but I really think like, I, that's yeah, something we that, say like, that we always say, like, Yes, you can create a product and you can create a brand and, and it can speak for itself. But a lot of people, like a lot of investors, when they invest in a company, they invest in the person who mm-hmm, started, totally. or who's doing the company. Like if they don't think that that person has the passion or the willingness or the bravery or whatever it might be, they they don't invest no matter how good the product is. Totally. Um, so I feel like in a way, like not to to my own horn. Yeah. But I feel like you invested in me. And yeah. Like, I was so passionate about this idea that you were like, Oh my God. Yeah. The universe like set us up just, and I'm so not that type of person, but like, Oh my God, we are so, <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> no, but it did. And like, I, like, I don't know. We like, I know you came into my life right. Like when I needed it most. And I think it just, it worked out for the best. Um, so I started my internship last summer. Yeah. Last summer. And the day before I flew out to LA to start, I told my parents, I'm not going back to school. (laughs) I'm not finishing my senior year at U of A. Um, they weren't stoked, but that's what I decided to do. They're really proud of her now, by the way. <laughs> we don't suggest come along doing with- <laughs> this. Like, don't drop out of college. It doesn't work for everyone, but it worked for me. Um, and so when I got to LA, in Lindsay's mind, I was still going back to school and going to be running the college program, all of that. Um, fast forward, all that's something to get into at a later date. But we... Nikki's um, still here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go back. She found out. She ended up I was hiring. stoked. <laughs> yeah. I, when I found out, which we'll get into at a later time, but when I found out she wasn't going back, I was I was stoked. She was doing such a good job as an intern. I was like, I didn't have any employees at the mm-hmm. time, and I was ready to like move Nikki into a different position, even though she didn't have the experience. I like sort of picked up on her strengths and weaknesses and decided to just keep her. Yeah, and what go. excited me was like, First and foremost, I was like, I get to watch a startup literally build from nothing to whatever it's going to grow into. Like, I think we had 300 followers when you started. Yeah. I mean, we had like stock photos on our Instagram. Like it was no product, (laughs) no product. But, and then I also, what excited me was the fact that there wasn't like, it wasn't a set job. I got to do something different every single day, whether it be try to make Instagram story collages that I was absolutely terrible at but it was like it wasn't I loved that I wasn't waking up and having the same routine every single day like I was working alongside you as the founder CEO and I got to see everything 
and just like do a little bit of everything, which was really exciting for me, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. And I think that like that goes into like the next question we always get are like, which is tips on starting a business from the ground up. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is my second business. The first one didn't ultimately work out the way that I wanted it to, but that's okay because it led me to starting Red Active. I feel like without that one, you wouldn't have been able to. No. At all. I wouldn't have been able to do Set Active if I didn't have that first one. You learned so much. But I think what anyone can tell you is like, start with something that you're passionate about. For me, I mean, I was passionate about feeling good. So (laughs) I was like, I need an app that makes me feel good. (laughs) Um, But I was also passionate about connecting with other people. I mean, like, I found Nikki through Instagram and I've made so many amazing friendships because of set active and the people that I was connecting with, whether it was, I hate this word, but like whether it was an influencer or, you know, someone who connected me to another person, like I've always been a connector and this business allows me to connect in ways that like I never thought was possible. Um, also do research. Like you have to, you know, make sure that what you're getting into is going to be something that you're not going to give up on. Like you have to know exactly what you're getting into and, you know, what can go wrong and what can go great and making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people to start a business. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband has been so supportive of every decision that I've ever made, but like also, you know, telling your friends and seeing what their reaction is and making sure you have the right support system in place to support whatever endeavor you're about to go on. Um, I mean, I can go on this subject for forever, but I don't want to bore you guys. (laughs) I would just say like, do your research, make sure it's something you're passionate about. Don't go into something because you want the money. Like if, if what you're doing is what you love and it's, it's working right now, the money will follow. Like don't start something because you think it's just going to automatically make you rich. I mean, I still don't even pay myself from the business Mm -hmm. that much. Like I think I give myself just enough to like go month to month with because I invest everything back into active. Um, also we still have no idea what we're doing and my (laughs) emails are going off. So if you hear noises, that's what that is. Um, but I guess we can, the next question that we always get is how we come up with new ideas. And that's something that Nikki helps me a lot with, um, whether it's trends we're seeing on Instagram or something that like, like I wake up every day and I put on set active. And if there's a day that I'm not putting on set active, I kind of feel guilty. Like mm-hmm. I and wanna... like you think like, why? So what am I wearing instead? And then yeah. from there, it's like, okay, well, how could we make something that now fits into our brand. And of course we don't want to make something totally random. Like it has to fit in with us. Which by the way, we have made stuff that's really random. (laughs) We just decided to completely cancel the idea and not put it out on the market. But also we turn to you guys, Mm -hmm. like whoever's listening to this, we're always, I know Nikki's constantly involving her followers on her Instagram. They're way more interactive with Nikki on her Instagram than my Instagram. But Nikki's always asking her friends, her followers, like, you're always posting on Instagram, like, yeah. what do people like? What do people right. not like? And Nikki will come to me and be like, I think we should do this. Mm-hmm. We have two new bra styles coming that I'm obsessed with. I'm like yeah. literally dying every single day. I want to share them so bad, but we're still like perfecting them. I like my favorite thing is giving sneak peeks, but I haven't even like, yeah, we get way too, we get way too excited about <laughs> new products. Um, 
But we sort of, we turned to Instagram, we mm-hmm. turned to the trends, and then we turned to like our own style. Like what, yeah. what are we putting on that's not set active that makes sense for set active that we wish was set active. Right. That was a mouthful, but yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys Woo. followed that. Um, also like we are constantly like on our discover page on Instagram. And if we see a certain something, like we're always sharing it with each other, like over DM, like we'll send it to each other and be like, okay, we could like this color, like we want to make a set or like, let's, we could tweak this top and make it up like this tank top and make it a bra or like Nikki finds like inspiration for colors. We both pretty much pick colors. Like mm -hmm. Nikki picked this last round and then we both picked the new four colors that are coming that we're absolutely obsessed with like I literally to die for it. I I cannot wait for you guys to see the four new colors like I everyone always asks me like what's my favorite set it's not out yet yeah so just wait 1, for that um but the electric color that's like doing so well Nikki drew inspo from a tiny line of color on a Nike shoe <laughs> I don't know where we saw this Nike shoe I think we were at like a friend's beach house in Malibu and yeah. like someone the shoe was like sitting on the bar or I forget what happened but Nikki like grabbed the shoe pointed to this like minuscule line on the shoe of this like aqua like turquoise color and was like we should do this as a color for set and I literally looked at you like you were yeah. and you were like running around basically half naked yeah. already taking What's your new? clothes off like <laughs> trying to put on this new color jumping around like a little jumping bean so excited oh, and the new. color is absolutely insane mm-hmm. it's electric which is on the website now yeah. and it's selling pretty fast yeah um but the next thing and full transparency is issues we run into was set active and how are we overcome them? I mean, it's been a journey for sure. And we're still trying to figure it out. I think our number one issue that we're starting to like figure out is how to expand into sizing first mm-hmm. and foremost. A lot of people think it's super easy just to go to a production factory and be like, I want this many of the size. Yeah. And I want this many of the size, but you have to meet minimum quantities. And yeah. it's, it's hard. It's hard to expand our sizing, but it's a priority of ours. Totally. It's something that we're working on. We hear you guys. We listen yeah. to you. We see what you say. 1,000%. We, we take everything you guys say into consideration and um, we never want you to think that like we're not listening or we're not working as much as we can to make it happen. But it isn't just as easy as one, two, three and yeah. saying we need this now and make it happen, you know? Yeah. Another issue that we're running into is a current issue that we're running into right now. And like, I'm happy to be fully transparent with you guys. I mean, is it scary as a brand? Yes, but I'm an open book and I want you guys to know everything. But we were originally supposed to drop four colors, this, this current drop that we just did about a week and a half ago. And three, well, two and a half, I guess, I don't know how to explain it, but like two of the colors that, um, we decided to come out with, we went to our web shoot for like Mm e-commerce and we realized that they were really sheer. And I, as the founder and Nikki, who helps me run this company, we both sort of looked at each other and we were like, we We absolutely, yeah, like we cannot put this up there. Like I remember I was on my honeymoon in Greece and Nikki called me and she's like, I just got the samples for one of the colors. And she was like, I I don't think we can put this on the internet. Um, So, you know, not everything works the way that you think it's going to work. Like we were so excited about these two colors and then the production came and we were just like, holy crap, like we have these two colors. We have 
thousands of units of them and we can't sell them. Um, so it's really about how you pivot your challenges in a mm-hmm. business that like you have to think fast, you have to think two steps ahead. So in my head, I was like, tie-dye is an insane trend right now. And so Nikki and I went to our production partner and we said like, how hard would it be to tie-dye all of these units? Yeah, all of these units. (laughs) Like, can we do that? Will it hide the sheerness? Um, Is there a process? And our production partner was sort of like, let's let's try it. I think it'll help. And I think it'll take away some of the sheerness. So we did that. And now we are shaking in our pants about the drop of our tie-dye mm-hmm. sets because it's the coolest that I've ever seen yeah. and the coolest tie-dye I've ever seen. We, yeah. We've gone through eight different samples of tie-dye to get to this tie-dye. Yeah. We didn't want to just half-ass it. Like we wanted it to be right. And Yeah. And like, I love in this situation that a huge challenge and a problem has now in my eyes turned into like what I think is going to be a success. I mean, we, Nikki, po- you posted the tie-dye on your story. Mm-hmm. I think what you got like hundreds of DMs yeah. saying like, when is this dropping? I've had people reach out to me, people that I don't even talk to anymore from high school, like being like, I'm buying this set. Yeah. Um, and it was all a baby of a product that yeah. wasn't working, wasn't working. For us. Yeah. Um, so that's like some main issues and how we've overcome that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like another issue is workload that we're trying to figure out. Like I figured out what my weaknesses are and I've delegated my weaknesses to Nikki that has some of those aspects as, as like a strength of hers. Like my weakness is patience. Mm-hmm. I don't have patience. Everyone my whole life has always said like, you have no patience. Mm-hmm. Like my husband tells me that <laughs> my dad tells me that my sisters tell me that. I mean like my friends, everyone. Like I just don't do well with patience. Whereas Nikki has so much patience and that's something that I realized. And I was like realizing that you are so good at answering emails and Mm -hmm. like tending to customers that you like, you were writing emails where I was like, Oh my God, like, where did you pull that out? Sometimes I surprise myself. Yeah. You're so good at customer service and you enjoy it. Yeah, I do enjoy it. You love talking to the customers. Mm-hmm. Like you love, Nikki loves connecting with them. I do. Cause like, I just think like if there's a problem, I like solving it. And I also like, like hearing from the people and connecting with you guys. And I don't know, even if it's like an angry customer, it is satisfying to me to resolve the issue and make it work and make sure they leave like their experience with us happy. So, um, I absolutely love customer service, which is funny because when I started my internship a year ago, or when I started as an intern a year ago, I was literally terrified to even open an email. I thought I was going to say something wrong. I was going to mess up something. And it's a helicopter. But now it's so funny because it's like, I, I just love, I love emails. <laughs> yeah. I love my emails. I'll be out, like, sometimes if I'm like in on a Saturday night, um, I'll literally be answering emails at like 10 p.m. on a Saturday. So random and crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I have people texting me. We're trying to we record our dings. first podcast. And I'm probably not going to edit this out because we don't know how to edit yet. So we're giving you true, raw, uncut <laughs> conversations between myself and Nikki. Um, I think I guess this kind of leads into like talking with people and not not this would be a pivot from customers. But like issues we run into is um, – I also do like influencer reach out and influencer relations over DM and stuff. Um, 
sometimes you have people that laugh at you, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. We get that all the time. We get that all the time. And I think it's such like an issue you come into because this person could have 4 million on Instagram and, you know, we could, we've had instances where we've reached out and offered, you know, a free set and they literally just laugh in our face. Or they say like, like, yeah, for a chat. Like that's our (laughs) Our favorite favorite line. (laughs) Our favorite story. We're not going to obviously give the name of who this was, but we have a pretty even balance of like influencers reaching out to us for Mm -hmm. product and us doing influencer outreach. And we had this one girl, we thought she was so cute and we were really excited. And, you know, she had followers, but like not an insane amount for her to answer like this. And I remember Nikki reached out and, and she was so nice. And she's like, we want to send you some sets, blah, blah, blah. And the girl answered, yeah, for a check. And we get that, you know, 1, influ- influencers make a living off of, totally. you know, collaborations, but like, we're not in, we weren't in a place to do that. And I just, it's really interesting the type of responses that we get. But I mean, we're so fortunate that we've had so many people interested in our brand. I mean, Normani from Fifth Harmony wears it. Haley Bieber wears it. She just requested another set color, which we obviously fell on the floor over. On the floor. On the floor. <laughs> Nikki more than I did. Because Nikki on the is, floor. Nikki loves her so She's much. She's such a queen. She is such a queen. I, I love her too. But um, oh. Yeah, Nikki was like spinning in circles, dropping <laughs> to the floor when she requested the the next color. But we're really fortunate, and we love what we do. We're still trying to figure it out. Um, but the next question before you know we sort of wrap up our first episode is how to stay creative through dry patches, and that's sort of what we're doing now. Like mm-hmm. why we started this podcast our workflow, the business hasn't slowed down. Like our business is still doing amazing, but our workflow has slowed down a lot. And I was like laying in bed. I was super frustrated. I could tell Nikki was super anxious too about how slow it started to become in terms of our like day to days. And I was like reading a bunch of articles. I literally Googled what to do when business is slow. And a lot of articles are coming up and I saw a common theme that it's okay if a business starts to become slow. And I don't know if other people who own a business are listening to this, but the advice that I was starting to pick up on was that maybe it's okay to have a different creative outlet to what you're doing. Because if it's slow and you start forcing ideas for the business, you might not be making the best decision for the business. So I feel like when that happens and like, if we sit here and like go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then we're so anxious on like, okay, what to do next? What to do next? Then sometimes you come up with like, uh, kind of like an idea, like a crazy idea that doesn't really you make kind sense. of Yeah. It's like, it's more of like a desperate, like you like want to make something work and it ends up not making sense. So I mean, just to give you guys a little bit of example, Nikki loves this story, but I remember like right before the holidays last year, it was really slow. And I was like, Nikki, we should write positive affirmations and include it in every package. So I got up from my desk. I walked over. I think I grabbed like a blank note card and a pink highlighter and I wrote, you're awesome with a heart. And I was pretty, yeah, I was like, you're awesome or you're beautiful. No, like like, (laughs) definitely something along those lines. And I was like, we're going to put these in every single package. It'll fit our time I have to write each one and she personalized I was so excited to show Nikki I'm like this is gonna be great (laughs) and she looks at me in like like pure terror and you were just like that's not happening (laughs) and I was like okay great um well that idea got killed very fast I still think I want to take people there amazing but we're not gonna do that 
um, with like, that's not the best way to fill our time. (laughs) And um, that's just like a great example. But the other day I like kind of was like, listen, Nikki, you get questions all day long about set. We get questions. We both suffer from anxiety. We both get questions about how we deal with our anxiety. We get questions about our friend group. We get questions about how we deal with our relationship in the office and outside of the office. We get questions on dating advice, which I've been in a relationship for almost seven years. So I've been out of the dating (laughs) game for a long time, but I'm sure Nikki will eventually speak on that. And we, we decided like, why not use this downtime to sort of finally answer some questions that we get every single day Mm -hmm. that um, you guys can listen to. So whether like, one of you listens to this podcast, maybe it might be my dad, who knows, (laughs) or 10 of you listen to this or 20 of you, as long as we're helping one person. I always say that I'm like, I, if I could literally help one person, then I'd feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. Like if, if this can like make someone's day a little bit better, I don't know how boring this first episode has been. Like I'm listening to myself and I'm like, shut up. Like I can't listen to myself talk, but I love talking to you. So it's like an interesting, it's a, it's an internal battle I have with myself, but I don't know. I want, we want your feedback. Did you guys like this episode? Did you not like this episode? Like message us. I think we're going to start by sending it to our parents for For some feedback. I sent a very rough cut to my dad yesterday and he was like, this is great. People love transparency. But I think we should pick, like, one person. I'm going to go with Jaylee. Jaylee, if you're listening to this, because you are the most honest, most amazing human I know. And I want to hear, you know, feedback. We want to hear feedback. So if you guys are listening to this now, that means we got Jaylee's stamp of approval <laughs> um, to release this episode. I'm sure this is going to get better as we go. So let's bear with us. Pray. Yeah, let's pray. And if this is a total fail, it's okay. We're still here doing mm, our day job. Right. So <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes. And thank you for listening. And uh, we're not sorry. <laughs> we're not sorry. Yeah, we're not sorry. Um, okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>